Good Wednesday afternoon, guys. I'm Jerry Miller, and this is the I Love Seville Show. Thank you kindly for joining us. We are live in our building in downtown Charlottesville on Market Street, and it's an absolute pleasure to connect with you through a network that we birthed six years ago that has just blossomed beyond our dreams and our expectations. Today's program is dynamic. You, the viewer and listener, can offer thoughts and perspective and shape the course of the next hour and change with your ideas and your preguntas, which is questions in Spanish. We'll give some, some props to Scott Wagner, Scott Wagner Integrated Medicine for being a part of the show. Dr. Wagner has your back. I've literally see it with my own eyes, how he's changed people's lives. And I'll tell you what, I am so very proud to partner with the Charlottesville Police Department to champion the boys and ladies in blue. We back the blue on this network, and we, we encourage you to be the change you want to see and join the police department and help fill this force in the vacant seats that they have in the department. Judah Wickhauer is the director. Props to you. Single and ready to mingle. Let's get this guy dating out and about. Um, perhaps one on the near horizon, which makes me very, very excited, Judah Wickhauer. Can we go to the studio camera and welcome the gentleman who I'm very excited to introduce you to, Dr. John Shave is in the house, the man who is the visionary behind Probernada Brewery. You may know him as a dentist. I know him as a music aficionado, a craft beer lover, a man who creates a space that is absolutely welcoming to families to kids and guys like me that like to drink cold beer and have their kids running around on a safe playground in Crozet. Brian Combs is a music aficionado, craft beer lover, one of the best marketers I know, understands branding and social media as well as anyone in the Central Virginia market. I sincerely mean that. And this gentleman is new to me. He is Chip Clark. He is a developer, a visionary, a man that takes buildings and huffs new life into them. And he is undoubtedly helping revitalize Stanton and its business ecosystem. Judah, studio camera and four shot. If we can start with Dr. John. For the few people that don't know you, introduce yourself. My name is Dr. John Shabe. Uh, I've been a Charlottesville resident for, uh, Crozet resident for 16 or 17 years. We moved down here in 2004. And I've been a dentist in Charlottesville and Crozet for the last 16, 17 years, 10 years up in Maryland. Um, I've actually retired from dentistry two weeks ago to pursue these new endeavors with Pro Renata. Congratulations. We're giving the guy some props. You retired? I retired from, from your dentistry. first passion? It was 29 years. It was time? It was. Pro Renata is a lot more fun. Yeah, I bet it is. I, I really love the building aspect of it, the visionary stuff. The day to day of the business is not what I do. I hire people to, to do that and I let them do their jobs. Um, so we started Pro Reynada. The idea came up in 2014 with my best friend, uh, Andrew Messina, who without him, none of this actually happens. We've been best friends for 35 years, and I pitched him on the idea. He's an ABC TV executive up in New York, and he came down for Thanksgiving, saw what we were going to do at the Moose Lodge, and gave it a total thumbs up, and he's been incredibly supportive of this, this whole endeavor. And over, we're about to celebrate our eighth year, and we never in a million years envisioned that it was going to turn into what it did. And that's, you know, a thanks to the community and those people that have worked for us over the years. We love what we're doing, and we want to expand Pro Renata over into Stanton, which I think is a phenomenal town that's up and coming. Oh, Stanton is hot. 
Um, and the, the expensive housing and expensive ecosystem that is Charlottesville and Almaro County is driving momentum and tailwinds to Stanton, undoubtedly. Brian Combs, we got to get you in the mix, my friend. Introduce yourself to everyone that's watching the program. Hi, I'm Brian Combs. I've been with Pro Renata since the very beginning. I think I was John's first hire. Mm-hmm. So I was the original GM there. And it's been, a, it's been quite a ride there. I've seen, seen a, a lot of progress, and I've seen a lot of happy faces. Um, I get, it, the good thing about the job, the best part for me is I get to do a lot of things that I enjoy in life, which I love music. Music is one of my passions. So I get to book all the bands at Pro Renata. Um, I get to meet all the bands. I get to interact with the music, musicians, the people in the crowd who love music, get feedback, have people in, recommendations. I love beer. You know, it's, you can't get much better than Provenata's beer. So um, I love hanging out there. And, um, you know, the food's great. The atmosphere is great. And I now live in Stanton, so I relocated to Stanton about two years ago. I had no idea. Yeah. Nicely done. Yeah, I'm about three minutes from, uh, from uh, the proposed Provenata location in Stanton. Walking. So, yeah, three minutes walking, so very close. <laughs> Fantastic. So, I yeah, can... and I've gotten to know Stanton really well. It's a, it's a great city, and I'm enjoying my time there. And and um, I'm looking forward to seeing what the next few years have in store for us over there. I'm so very excited to champion Stanton for the next hour and change. I'm extremely bullish on Stanton's future. First, let's get to Chip Clark, a gentleman that I'm getting to know. Um, My friend, the show is yours. Introduce yourself. So my name's Chip Clark. Um, I uh, came to the area, I came to Stanton in 1993 as a speech therapist over at Woodrow Wilson Rehab Center, and uh, I'd had my own company for a number of years after that, um, kind of working on devices for people who can't speak. That had been my business for uh, 25 years, I think, is about as far as we've gone. My wife and I had built that up uh, over time and then started acquiring some buildings in downtown Stanton. So we started off at the uh, old Black Swan Books, um, not Black Swan Books, that would have been uh, the book stack, uh, turned into another bookstore when we were done. That's right on the 1 East Beverly Street, right on the corner down there, and then began renovating one building after the other. We've done the Beverly Restaurant, um, and then formed another company that actually started with Seth Liskey and Ben Carr called BCS Holdings, and we started renovating from there. So um, it's been kind of a neat run of building up all these different entities and reviving town and breathing new life into these buildings um, and seeing where they've gone. Harrisonburg, Virginia, watching the program. Hello, Barbara Kleist, the Resource Development Director. Lynchburg, Danville, Martinsville, McLean, Arlington, Charlotte, the Baltimore area, Crozet, Keswick, North Downtown on our heat map. John, the show is yours. Set the table of what you guys are trying to do. So when Pro Renata opened, we had the small little tasting room and a small little brewing area. And I, probably a month after we opened, I called my best friend Andrew and I said, we're going to need a bigger boat. And we were overflowing already. We ended up building the shipping container bar in the back. Um, and then come 2017, we started building the main tap room, which is our music space that we are super proud of. We've got so many good bands that come through there, and I'm going to name some of the bands later on. But that's what's really transformed what we do. Um, it grew so fast, we can't keep up with the manufacturing of beer. And I want to throw props out to a person that has helped us tremendously. Taylor Smack from Blue Mountain Brewery and Todd Raff. Um, Todd put Taylor and I together, and Taylor has graciously um, been brewing about 60% of our beer for the last couple of years because we can't make enough beer. 
it's our formulas and things that we do, but hats off to Taylor. Thanks very much for everything you do for us. And that's where kind of Stanton came into play is um, six years ago, I started looking at that building and fell in love with the building. Long story short, we ended up getting the building, but that's going to be a production facility for us. It's a 33,000 square foot building. It's massive. It's massive. It's, and it, it put was. A comp, put a cop out there for us so we understand the size of it. What's Pro Renata? Uh, Stanton is seven times bigger than Pro Renata. Damn. That's impressive. It's seven times bigger. Um, it's, it's a huge facility. And we're not going to use all that space initially, but I don't ever see us outgrowing it either. So what we're trying to do is create a beer manufacturing facility and a tap room there. From that tap room, we'll supply Pro Renata, it's beer in Crozet, and then we'll get into the sister project that we're doing over um, with Chip at the steam plant, which, in my opinion, is the coolest building in Stanton. And one of the buildings that I looked at six years ago and didn't know at the time that Chip had already bought it. Fantastic. I would love to weave Chip in the mix here. And Bob Shada's watching the program. Bob, you've had many a cold beer at Pro Renata. You've gotten down to many a live gig at Pro Renata. Chip, the show is yours. Talk to us. You've been in Stan since 93. So quick math right there. We're talking 30 years here. Uh, that would be about right. You've seen the, you've seen the <laughs> seen flip the book of Stanton. Yep. Um, give us that flip book and that transformation of what you've seen firsthand. So it's been interesting. You know, the town for a long time, up until probably about 2009 and 10, had been actually fairly stagnant. It hadn't been changing a lot. There was a lot of vacancies and things like that. So when we came in and did our first building, there was probably about a 40 or 50% vacancy rate on Beverly Street. Um, and then what's, what we saw trend as both the economy turned around at that point and things started to expand is downtown really started to pick up. We've gotten a lot of good core businesses down there. We had a lot of restaurants that came in um, and started to build up that Beverly block back up to the consistency that we're seeing today. And also saw a whole trend of new renovations coming in to kind of build that up. And it's gotten a lot more stable and a whole lot less in the uh, vacancy right now. So it's nice to see that busy and that, the business and traffic going through all the time. Um, Barbara Eden watching the program. She says, hi, Doc. She's watching in, is it Boynton Beach, Florida? It could be. Right now. She's in her um, RV, I would assume. She, we have seven states watching the show right now. Brian Combs, you have the finger on your pulse on a lot of things. Music, beer, small business, branding. Talk to us of what you've seen through this transformation, through this evolution, through this flip book. Progress and momentum, anything you want to highlight? Yeah, when I moved to Stanton two years ago, I mean... My wife and I used to walk around downtown Stanton and, and just, you know, this is, I guess this is post-COVID time, so some of the places weren't open yet, and it was kind of smaller traffic and all that, but the buildings were just amazing. I've lived in some pretty cool places in the United States, Boulder, Park City, Utah, and they all have these sort of like nice downtown areas that are walkable with great old buildings, just, and they bring a lot of people from out of town. You see a lot of people walking around with cameras, taking pictures of the architecture, and I was looking around, I was like, holy cow, this place is amazing. I mean, when I lived in Crozet, I didn't come to Stanton that often. I mean, a few times, maybe a year, if that. And uh, just seeing it, I thought there was a lot of opportunity for, uh, for everything in Stanton, honestly, um, for any kind of business. Every, I see a business and I immediately think, oh, I'd be a great place for a brewery. You know, it's like, I'm always saying that. You see opportunity everywhere. I think all gentlemen at this table see opportunity everywhere. Maybe our Achilles heel is reeling in where we see opportunity everywhere and cherry picking the best paths. Um, Todd Rath watching the program. He says, Chip, my man, is, you're going to have to help me with this. SUNY... 
Ganasso grad, baby, 10 minutes from family home in New York. Another Geneseo person. Geneseo, right. okay, nice. thank you Holy very cow. much. Um, yeah, Todd Rath cool. is the owner of Blue Toad Heart Cider, just yeah. a fantastic guy, one of your inner circle friends. Inner circle friend, just was up in Lake Placid with him. I told him I was going to put some uh, pictures of him and me on the dock, but he talked me out of that. <laughs> um, all right, I want to throw John the, uh, the mic and the airtime here. Um, you have built an epicenter of family a fantastic craft beer. Dino's got the uh, food covered at Pro Renata. I mean, I just, I love the Hop Drone. I love going to your brand. I love going to your business. My wife loves it. Our boys love it. The setting is gorgeous. I mean, it's literally one of the, I sincerely mean this, one of the top breweries in the market. It's one of the most picturesque settings in the market. Arguably the most family-friendly brewery in the market. Easily accessible. Parking is no difficult. I mean, it's just fantastic. How the heck can you possibly duplicate what you've done at Pro Renata 1.0? So <clears throat> I say this to my – we have staff meetings every week. Um, everything matters. Everything. Staff matters. Food matters. Cleanliness of the bathrooms. Parking. Trash not on the property. The facilities. I challenge my crew every week. Uh, we have a great week. We'll celebrate that for about 20 minutes, and it's next what are we going to do this week? We never sit back and you know rest on our laurels with this. Um, you know, I retired from dentistry two weeks ago. I'm now working for my maintenance guy, um, yeah, for better or for worse for him. But I'm kind of his right hand at this point. So it's it's. I'm a firm believer that people that are going to breweries really want to go to the big mothership. I don't want to create little satellite breweries, small little tasting rooms in the area. I want to go bigger, keep getting bigger. Um, I think that's what people want. On a Saturday afternoon in Crozet, when the wineries start closing for their uh, uh, weddings at night, that's our busiest time of the week. People know Saturday afternoons, Friday afternoons in Crozet, that's the happening place to go. And I see a lot of that missing in Stanton because there just isn't a large facility there. And that's what we're trying to do with the steam plant, is create those large facilities uh, that people can go to and, and, and gather in bigger numbers. Not necessarily for the Coke building, but definitely for the steam plant. And take what we've learned um, that works in Crozet and implement that over in Stanton, tweaking things a little bit. You know, and, and I'm the building guy, I'm the vision guy, but again, I hire people and I, I'm not a micromanager. I let people do their jobs. I mean, Dino has just killed it with the food over at Pro Renata. The quality is so superior to what, what's been there in the past. And we envision that Dino is going to be going over to Stanton with us. And a big thing I'm going to announce here is uh, Muthru is actually going to be coming to Pro Renata in September. Uh -huh. So Dino's bought the franchises for Crozet and Stanton, and so we're going to be opening up a move through at Pro Renata. Uh, Dino's watching on LinkedIn. Kyle Irvin watching the program right now. Used to live in Stanton. I believe he moved to Crozet, so he knows your beers inside and out. Bob Shada says, great vibes, music, people. I cannot wait for colder weather to crank up the fire pits in Crozet. 
Earliesville watching the program right now. Folks in Naples, Florida watching the program. Greenville, South Carolina watching the program. you got folks in Asheville, North Carolina watching the program. Frank Strassler, I'm going to get to your comment here in a matter of moments, who's given Chip some props here. i got to throw this to John. Carly Wagner says, you guys are absolutely geniuses. Deep Throat is watching the show. Anonymous. <laughs> Deep Throat says this. I'm very curious for Doc. Deep Throat's got his own brand that people know through the show. I'm curious how Dr. Shade's differences in dealing with the city of Stanton and Almore County. You knew this was going to come. Boy. Put in pers- um, he wants you to do this. Put in perspective Almore County versus Stanton when it comes to business development. So I will segue. Things, things were very, very difficult initially because we were the first farm brewery to exist in Almore County. And Albemarle County did not know how to um, implement rules and regulations. Long and short of it is they called some people in Nelson County who explained what a farm winery, farm brewery is, and then things got a little bit better. Um, I have to say within post-COVID, things in Albemarle County have gotten better. I think there's some new people in those offices who are more business friendly. Um, And I'll kind of leave it at that. The interactions I've had with Stanton City government have been phenomenal. Um, Everybody wants to help. Uh, The speed at which things happening is amazing compared to what takes years in Albemarle County. And I think that's because this building has been sitting for 40 or 50 years decaying. Um, And I think Stanton City government wants it to happen. I think zoning wants it to happen. And we just have to be a good neighbor to those around the facility and show them that we are going to be a good neighbor long term and I I give Stanton City so far you know an an, an A for their dealings that I've had with them. Let's get Chip in the mix. He knows uh, Stanton inside and out. Yeah I would say the same exact thing and this is where Stanton has really been pretty strong. We've been doing this for a while with them but working with the city is exactly that. You're working with them. They want the businesses in there. They want to see that build out. They want to see these buildings get renovated. So they have a lot of motivation to, you know, to get that economic engine going around those. And they really do work with us on all sorts of issues, whether it be the zoning or, you know, in, in the case of the steam plant, we're going to have to look at even redistricting it, redistricting it a little bit to, to get us into the central business district. Um, and we know we'll be able to work with them on that and kind of build that out a bit. But They've been, they've been great for both projects. We've been dealing with them on the steam plant for quite some time. They were instrumental in us being able to get what's called an industrial revitalization fund planning grant, which gave us some seed money to get the steam plant project started. So, they, you know, and they have to manage all that and all the paperwork that goes through. They've been great getting that done. Eleven states watching the program. Dave Riddick gives John props. <laughs> Jimmy Gilbert gives John props right now. Barbara Eden says, Lars and I support this man's vision. Frank um, has this comment, which I'll throw to Chip, and the show is yours on this. Let's hear it for preservation and rehabilitation of historic buildings. Thank you, Chip. Put that comment in perspective and what he means by that. Yeah, rehab and reuse. You know, we want to take a building that, you know, probably was worth a couple hundred thousand. We started, turn around, renovate it. Yes, it means putting a lot of money into these buildings. Steam plant and and uh, uh, Coke plant combined, there'll be almost a 3 to $5 million investment in town uh, by the time we're done. That will, in turn, generate businesses that are doing gosh knows how much in terms of what they'll generate. So that's exactly it. This is the whole trick to making them sustainable and using possibly every square inch that we can out of them. 
um, and doing it smartly. You know, even the buildings that we do, we try and make sure every floor gets used, every space gets used. It's not just putting some paint on it and you know fixing a couple things. It's about fully renovating them and planning out for the next 20 or 30 years. Um, so no, absolutely, it's it's the success of the town and it's a huge economic engine for town. Um, folks, the show is absolutely blowing up. Nashville, Virginia is in the house on the program right now. Um, Teresa Shields Harris, she says, I'm confused. Is Pro Renata coming to Stanton? Yes. Yes, Pro Renata is coming to Stanton. That's exactly what we're doing right now. For the viewers and listeners that are just tuning into the broadcast right now, John, the flipbook, the vision, the image, Judah showing photos on screen, show is yours. Uh, yeah, so again, with this Coke building, uh, right, I've been trying to buy it for six years. The gentleman that had it before, shall we say, was a intense collector <laughs> of many, 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 <laughs> many, things. many things. And this 33,000 square foot building was filled almost to the roof with things. So wow. we eventually... Signed on the deal, gave him 60 days to get everything out. Uh, he got about half of it out so, and left most of what was in there um, for us to deal with. There was a lot of water damage to furniture and things like that in there that we didn't know initially. But one of the things that Brian's helped me with over there was we donated 25,000 children's books to some bookstores over there that were stored in a dry place. We let people in the community walk through the building and take anything that they wanted. Um, we had a bunch of people that wanted to come in and take everything, and we, should, you know, we tried to get them out of there so that a family that needed a bed or a dresser, they could take it versus someone taking everything and then reselling it. Um, but the building is really an open warehouse, and that's the concept that we want to keep there, is an open beer garden area with manufacturing in the back and really create and restore the Coke building to what it was 50 years ago. And I have to say this, I we've gotten so many comments. The Coca-Cola mural on the front of the building will never change. <laughs> Every post says, if they touch that, they will we'll boycott, we'll do this. That will remain in its position forever as long as I own the building. I love it. I love it. Let's welcome the Richmond Times-Dispatch to the program. Let's welcome CBS 19 to the program. Teresa says, oh, my God, I grew up in Stanton, and I'm still here. I absolutely love this development. Silas is watching in Nashville. Brian Cobes we're going to weave into the mix. Again, you're a guy who's got his pulse on so much stuff here. Walk us through of what you see the live, work, play potential. Uh, when this project is finished for folks living in Stanton? Well, for starters, the building is just so cool. Stanton has a huge art, center, art scene anyway, and with, with the um, Shakespeare Theater there, with Heifetz, the music school there, um, you see any given day you see 50 people walking down the street with backpacks, with cellos, with all this stuff. So there's a huge art and music scene already going on there as it is. The building has this kind of art deco, kind of 50s, 40s sort of look to it anyway. I think we can sort of enhance that as we're going along and fixing up the building. But, you know, I guess it just, we'll see how it plays out. But, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that music plays a part in, in the new building. I think it'll definitely play a part in the steam plant building as we're going along. Yeah. So, you know, I've already had a lot of a lot of musicians and bands reach out to me about, you know, hey, when when it gets open, I'd love to play there. So people are excited about it. You know, we love, I love Stanton. I mean, Redbeard is, is a great brewery in Stanton. We we love those guys. They have they have a good music scene. They they have regular music, but it's not a big music thing. I, we always want to go big, I guess, at Peronada. All right, I've gotten that impression. <laughs> I've gotten that impression. Uh, so, this question's coming to the feed from Thomas. 
Thomas is watching and Louisa right now. Can the fellows put in perspective the development challenges, pros and cons of both projects? That's a great question. You want to yeah. start with that, Chip? So maybe I'll go first on that because we've, we've been at it for a little bit longer with the building. So we acquired that building, I think, in 2016 and uh, never really got off the blocks with it. We couldn't find a great tenant. We had brewers approaching us from all over the place, and nothing was really panning out to where we would go with it. And in fact, we were in search of a partner uh, over the past couple of years, and you're going to love this. Um, that first partner was Champion. Um, and we wound up investing significantly into Champion Brewing, losing our shirts along with many other folks. Yes. And, uh, you know, we were left then with a building with no partner and nowhere to go with it. And it was about a year later after all that started to kind of fall apart that we got to meet John and figure out that there was definitely a new path with it. I think one of the, one of the key things with the steam plant, and I don't think the photos are up there, when you look inside those photos, you can see all these pipes and everything that were there. That was all, we removed all that and abated the building a couple of years back. Now the challenge is, is to take this big, open, tall space and to turn it into something that's kind of a unique, a very unique music venues. So we're hoping to have multiple mezzanines in there. So there's different viewing angles in terms of how you can see things. And then also use some more of the property, eventually using the trestle that's up in the back as a walkway to go walk around the property up along the rail, up against the active rail line that's there. I love it. Um, so this comment's come in from on three different Facebook pages and through Twitter DM, a version of this comment. I think Deep Throat sums it up well. I just got the comment again on Facebook Messenger. He says, um, Charlottesville City folks that are a bit high on their own supply should get over to Stanton immediately. There is competition. The bones of downtown Stanton are actually better than Charlottesville's. My friends from Palo Alto were there over the summer. They spent half their time at an Airbnb in Stanton, half an Airbnb in Charlottesville. She, the hubby, and the kids all prefer downtown Stanton. This from Spencer on one of the Facebook pages. If anyone trots or walks through downtown Stanton and looks to spend some money, they will real realize immediately that downtown is set up much better than Charlottesville from a consumer quality of life standpoint. John, I'm going to weave you into the mix here. These, this topic, walk us through it here. What you see with downtown Stanton as quality of life consumer quality of life, enjoyment, the pedestrian ability, bicycle ability, all these topics. Yeah, I mean, we love Charlottesville. Don't get me wrong. We love Crozet. I live in Crozet. I couldn't afford this in Charlottesville. And you talk about that all the time, Jerry, with the real estate. Um, you know, Put the delta in perspective. Boy, five to one. We're talking 5X. Mm -hmm. Okay, 5X if you wanted to do this in the city of Charlottesville. Yeah. Okay, there you go. To, to, and, pur to purchase that building, absolutely. And good luck finding something that's industrial to do something like this in the city of Charlottesville. It does not exist. It doesn't exist. It does not exist. So my wife, who is incredibly tolerant and patient and had been a supporter of this from day one, I need to throw a shout out to her. She was not thrilled with the idea of Pro Renata 2 and 3. And she said, we've got a lot of friends in Charlottesville um, who are developers who know big buildings like this, because this is far built, bigger than anything I've done. Um, I took 15 people over to that building to get their opinions to um, alleviate some of her fears, and 14 of those people wanted to buy into that project. Um, we're, we're talking to two people right now. One of us is a developer. Shout out to Robbie. I'll leave that at that. Um, 
But, you know, he's developed a bunch of these buildings before, and he, my wife knows him well, and she's like, if he's on board, then this is probably a great project. And for what we paid for that building, which I'm not going to say it's public knowledge, you can look at it. One, you can't find it in Charlottesville, and if you did, it would be five to six times as expensive. I don't know, I'm not even sure you can even find it in Amaro County. I'm helping a client bring something not in the beer business, and I won't spill the beans here because I think the community is going to be incredibly impressed with what's happening. Something to market that's um, an omni-experiential business, and we literally have to had to lift over every stone uh, before even trying to make this a reality in Almoral County. Um, I want. Why don't we go down that road? Why do we think that industrial or light industrial? or anything with like say 30, 40 foot ceiling height, which is a lot of businesses need space like this, massive open spaces. Why do we think that does not exist here? Maybe that's a chip Maybe question. Maybe a chip question. Yeah, yeah I don't know if I can answer for, for so much for Charlottesville, but I, I know even where we are, where you know, Robin Miller and Dane Hammond just acquired the, uh, they acquired it a while ago, but acquired the Stanton Steam Company, um, which was an old uh, steam cleaning shop that was in downtown Stanton. They've renovated that into 34 apartments and I think possibly more than that, um, and some commercial spaces, and they haven't even done the whole property yet. They've got two-thirds left. But those properties, they're running out, too. They're harder and harder to find, but it's also getting that maximum use out of that space. You just can't acquire that big empty building. You've got to find a new way to use it, and you know whether it's a mix of residential or commercial, that's what's kind of making it work when you find these, but they are becoming harder and harder to find. That was one of the last big buildings in downtown Stanton, um, that are available. We've had a couple of them get acquired uh, recently. So this was this was a good find, you know, over there too in terms of what has happened. So and one of the things with the Coke building, it it was when I saw this six years ago, I took my brewer over there at the time. This building was set up for a brewery. There there are three or four or five hundred feet of floor drains already in this building. The floors are eighteen inch thick concrete. Um, we're redoing, you know, all the the electric heating air and so forth. But the building was set up with three loading zones, huge garage doors, high ceilings, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of stuff that was already there. That's important when you're, when you're, when you're watching every dollar. Every dollar is important. I wanted to come back to your comment, though, sure. about Stanton and kind of its interaction in downtown. Um, you know, the walkability of Stanton is huge. And one of the things... And that's that, what people want. Yeah, well, and it changed. I mean, frankly, for Stanton, it really changed to COVID. Was, we that's had what I was a say. very innovative city manager at that time. Steve, wherever you're at, I think you're in the area here, um, The who actually changed and gave us the opportunity to dine in, dine out, which was the whole shutting down of the Beverly Street. We've had a pretty instrumental Stanton Downtown Association that was able to get all the businesses on board on a block to actually allow that street to close down and all the logistics mm -hmm. that have gone with that um, and between the city and STDA they were able to pull that together in a pretty good way that started to really change how people were interacting with businesses there and it's become a thing that from you know uh, when we when it starts at the end I guess beginning of April and ends at uh, October that people really come to enjoy and has really changed uh, the engine down there for you know all the businesses across the board so it's become a much more walkable space the show um, is on fire right now i see at least three dozen questions that i don't think we're <laughs> going to be able to get to right here ton raff says to put it in perspective it's at least 5x the cost in charlottesville and almoral county and a whole lot of red tape and bureaucracy when compared to stanton 
Kyle Irvin has this comment, which I think is a very good one. Why don't I throw this to Brian and then John, you jump in the mix as well. Um, will the music hall be open regularly? What's the music gig schedule going to look like? And why did he see, why does the group see the need for two buildings so close to each other? I can kind of answer the last one, but I don't want to. You guys are the experts. It's tied to demand, though. Let's let these guys hear this. Music schedule, same kind of gigs, same kind of talent, hours for you, Brian. It, the music, I mean, we hope it'll be similar to what Pro Renata has going on now with, with, you know, with, with bands coming through. But, I mean, it, it, I guess it all depends on you know, the city and, and noise ordinances and things that, that go along with that. We want to make the neighbors happy as well, you know. So it's, it, we'll find out what that, how that's going to play out, at least for the Coke portion of it. For the uh, steam plant portion of it, I mean, I, I envision regular music there. I mean, Friday, Saturday hope night. So. I hope so. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's the way I see it playing out. And that'll be... Everything, all kinds of music, all kinds of. I see everything from jazz to, to rock bands to to, to, to duets and, and just something more simple. But we'll just see what the demand is for. There's so many great. I think we can hit a new market now. I think we can hit more of Harrisonburg now for this for Stanton, which is not really an area I get a lot of requests for bands that want to play from Harrisonburg. I can imagine I'll start hearing probably more from Harrisonburg type bands and. Fantastic. John, jump in. Johnny Ornalis, owner of Guadalajara and El Mariachi Zion's Crossroads to share the show. Donna Williams giving you some props right now. We love you, Donna Williams. Hi, Donna. Uh, the show is yours. Where do you want to go on this? So along with Brian, the, the, what, what I think we've done well at Pro Renata, we have good beer, we have good food, we have a good location. The one thing that we're, we're really, really good at is music. We spent a lot of money, and this will shout out to the Sound Live with Mark and Scott and Nate and Vlad. Um, I don't know Vlad's name, but I nicknamed him Vlad. Um, we built that building for sound. There's R59 insulation. When that building is closed up, you can barely hear sound outside. We plan on doing the same things over in Stanton. There is no way in the world that we are going to be able to have an open-air facility in downtown Stanton or at the steam plant. We are having sound engineers come into these buildings and design this stuff. We've our chips already met our guys. I've had them out to my building a number of times. Um, you know, we are going to design this with the neighborhoods intact, and we're going to follow every sound ordinance that is out there. We are not going to be bad neighbors. Uh, along that line of bands, and so forth. I got to mention some bands here. Oh, please! God, the I show is blowing you be, up. You better right open now. it up with the Barons and the fact that they've already played. At so the they're the first on my list. Yes. If you haven't seen the Barons, you have got to go see the Barons. They are our favorite band at Pro Renata. They are out of this world. We're coming up. We, Brian and I came up with a list of the ten, top ten bands that play at Pro Renata. That if they're there, you need to go see them. I would hope Coda and Marie are on that list. They Pay are here. Whiskey, right? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ring them down. We're okay. making a T-shirt that has the top ten bands you don't want to miss at Pro Renata. I Here's a that. list: Barons, Brisk. They are spectacular. A '90s 2000 band. Cherry Red. They're a Rolling Stones band. Chamomile and whiskey. Absolutely. Who shot John? Uh, Full Moon Fever is a killer show every time. Um, they're out of Richmond, Brian. Yes. They are spectacular. Films on Song is a local bartender who's at Far Downers that is so much better than he thinks he is. <laughs> they're incredible. We, and he only plays his own stuff. Kendall Street and Disco Risque. If any of those bands are playing anywhere in this town, you need to go see them. They're all spectacular. 
I love it. Um, so this is this is a fair question. James Watson, I saw this as well. He says the neighbors appear to be concerned about limited parking spaces at the Coca-Cola site. Is there a plan to alter the site to accommodate parking? I'll also add what's percolating as well. There's some concerns about gentrification. Sure. I think that's a fair topic to cover on the show. Gentlemen, the topic is yours. Who wants to start with that one? So we'll start with the parking. We are actively looking uh, any any business that is on West Beverly Street. Um, is only dealing with street parking. We understand their concerns in that neighborhood. We are actively talking about leasing parking uh, from some neighbors. We're actively uh, trying to acquire properties that could be turned into parking. We are sympathetic to that, which is why we're trying to get our zoning rechanged to B2. Right now, we can do what we need to do under our current zoning, but we have to open a restaurant. But tell us, tell us, tell us, like the zoning. I mean, this we want to keep this very simple here. Yep. Walk us through this. So, B one zoning says we have to have a restaurant. We can do a brew pub. Okay. We are trying to get to B two zoning, which says you can be a manufacturing brew pub, no restaurant. That's what we're trying to do. That means I have to have four employee cars on site. That's it, because we're not doing a restaurant. I believe in my last couple of years in Stanton, people walk in that town. The trolley will pick you up from downtown, drop you off at the front of our building, go around Gypsy Hill Park, and drop you back off for 25 cents. I'll comp you 25 cents on your beer. We are three blocks down from Mary Baldwin. People are going to walk to this facility. There are thousands and thousands of people that live within a half mile of that building. Chip, jump in. Yeah, and the walkability is getting extended over towards the steam plant as well. So the steam plant, fortunately, our neighbors on the backside is a railroad and a railroad yard, so we don't have that as big of a noise concern. But we do have residents that are across the street. So the city's got pretty clear ordinances there in terms of how we have to deal with sound. No problem. We can handle that. Um, but the walkability to the steam plant, for a long time, it's been two lanes in each direction, pretty busy. Actually, people come down that hill pretty quickly. The city's getting ready to do, with VDOT, to get ready to do a road dive it through there um, and uh, the folks over there it actually VDOT was out there today I think starting to uh, site survey everything that's going to be happening but in about 2025 they should start building a new traffic circle new walkways guards uh, crossing guards or crossing walks so that everyone can be safe through there should be a huge change in making it more accessible but yes Stanton's a walking town across the board and uh, so you know having the steam plan out there having the steam plan out there is the event space will put a lot of that traffic over there and not have it on top of the neighborhoods back where the Coke building is. John McConnell watching the program. He says, this is all very exciting. I hope we can be a part of this. Is that a musician? He is, yes. He's with New Potato Caboose. So yep. they're, playing, <laughs> they're playing there in October. He's not, watching so. the program right now, the local newspaper on the show right now. We have two papers and two TV stations literally watching the gentleman on the network right now. Uh, Matt Daring watches the program and says... Road diets and traffic circles, I'm in absolute love right now. James Watson says, jobs will the project create? How many local jobs? That's a great question. So right now, we've already spent $75,000 and used all local contractors in Stanton. Oh, let's give them some props for that. That's awesome. I love that. I haven't brought anybody over from Charlottesville. It's, it's been local Stanton people. We've remediated two 3,000-gallon diesel tanks that were in the ground. We're using local asbestos people to remediate the building. Uh, removing all the furniture. Local Stanton business. Um, eventually, you know, at Pro Renata here, we have 40 employees. I would say 30 of those are part-time. Uh, they have other jobs. I've got 
attorneys, I've got doctors, I've got nurses, I've got other people that just want to work there and have a fun time. Take, it's not a stressful job. They're meeting people. So there'll be a lot of part-time people. There'll be full-time jobs. I envision 30 or 40 people between the two facilities once we get things up and going. I also want to highlight this. These are the type of jobs that are not necessarily tied to, to science, technology, engineering, data, and math, which we're seeing gentrifying communities very quickly, like Charlottesville and Albemarle County. These are jobs and hires done within the community where folks that live in the community can take the jobs as opposed to incremental positions that are being hired from outside Central Virginia, which leads to significant gentrification. That should be championed. That should be championed and highlighted. This is a hell of a question right here um, from Kelsey, who's watching the program <laughs> outside McLean, Virginia. She says, we are moving down to Charlottesville because McLean has become too crowded, too congested, and just too much with three kids, all of them under 10. We're considering Charlottesville or Almoro, but the inventory levels are so, lo so low, we're not able to find anything to purchase. Maybe we should consider Stanton. Can you ask the gentleman on set what the housing system is like and if they expect any elevated housing to be built around this, as Jerry said, live, work, play ecosystem? That's an effing great question right there. Chip, you want to start with that one? Yeah, I mean, the inventory in Stanton is not super high right now. It's been a lot of folks have been coming over from Charlottesville, from northern D.C., or from D.C. area and outside the area constantly. I mean, one of the things that... Um, we've seen change in Stanton. As I used to be able to go down the street and see lots of people that you knew. Today, there are all new faces, people you don't recognize because so many people have moved into the area to, uh, to, join, to join the community and be part of that. So um, start looking in Stanton. I would definitely say give that a good look. Um, but there is... Like uh, right now. <laughs> yeah, now. And uh, you'll definitely find some apartments for sure. Houses are, you know, they're popping up, but pop up and not quick because so, they don't sit long on the market. Do you, with, with your vision and chip you clearly are a man of vision i mean you've been doing this for 30 years you got it in 1990 1993 well you, that building we bought in 16 okay so, 16 but you moved to stanton in 93 93 okay yeah. so you've seen some really difficult times for downtown san yep i mean what was the vacancy rate you said at one time i think it was about 40 percent on beverly street when we first came out i mean that's borderline ghost town it was it was very quiet okay yeah. very quiet so you, you you clearly have a lot of skin in the game a lot of money a lot of sweat equity and 30 years of your life in this community here. Do you see this corridor around uh, your buildings and what, what Pro Renata is trying to do to turn into like maybe a Scott's Edition? And Richmond, are you familiar with Scott's Edition? Bit, yeah. Okay, so Scott's Edition, for those that don't know, is an epicenter of breweries in Richmond. And when the breweries made the area cool, apartments and condos and for sale um, real estate followed. Do you see something like that happening so here? I, what I see for Stanton is that, and, and I've seen it all along, is that it's it's every all the businesses kind of help each other out. So having Pro Renata come in, even with both location with both locations, is going to bring other businesses in. Not everyone's going to spend 100% of their time at you know whether it be up at the Coke Building tasting or down at the Steam Plant for event. They're going to go and stay at the hotels. They're going to go to the other buildings. So I think it's going to or other businesses that are there, and kind of it'll build up over time. So so I don't, I, in general, don't feel like we're going to see this huge, you know, new addition, lots of real estate downtown. What we're going to see is more use of what we have and more traffic down there. So, um, Debbie Smith, good bar, giving John some props right now. Twelve effing states 
watching you boys right here on the program. Multiple folks have said this can't happen in Charlottesville and Almoro County anymore because the University of Virginia is buying any kind of property like this up and converting it into academic buildings for what they are trying to do. A lot of truth to that. There's a lot of truth to that. Um, Brian, let's get you in the mix. This is coming the coming the feed from three different Facebook pages. How do we get on the Booker's radar for our bands to play at this venue? To play in the Stanton venue? Well, my... About either one? You can email me, brianc at prnbrewery.com. So, yeah, I, I get a lot of emails from bands. And, uh, I, I mean, probably 20... 20, 30 a week now. Requests? Requests. People want to play. Good gosh. So it's, that's you awesome. know, That's a lot of time to, weed, you know, to, to wade through these emails and try to figure out, you know, the right fit. Um, so I, mean, I just recommend sending me links to your music. Um, make it easy. Make it easy. Make it clickable. I can just click on it and I can see immediately, you know, what you're all about, whether you're what Pro Renata is kind of looking for, going to fill whatever need. What is Pro Renata looking for? We're looking to bring people in, have a good time. So, I mean, it's, I, I, I'm looking for bands that have energy, that sort of don't look at playing at Pro Renato as just playing another gig. They're excited to play there. They're, they're, they're actively promoting themselves. They're I mean, your letting, venue is state-of-the-art. Yes. Your venue um, radiates positive energy. Like, when you're at a packed house, a camp, for example, I was there for Chamomile Whiskey. <laughs> Dude, we have a picture. Like. Judah, do you have the picture of that chamomile whiskey show? If you can put that on screen, that would be amazing, J-Dubs. I, I think he's, you got it on screen. Look at that, Judah, you're the man. Thank you very much. I, I literally, literally was there, and the energy was palpable. Like, it was like, it was, it was almost like a blanket around us. It was one of the most fun times we have absolutely had. I felt at like it any was venue. needed. It was needed, like, for that area in Crozet, because, you know, there's a lot of places in Charlottesville to go see music and, and like, great places. But it felt like there's not really that sort of thing in, in Crozet. And there's no reason why there wasn't. And I think people just were extremely happy to see something like that. That See a venue that actually cares about music, to, to invest in the, in the acoustics and the... The, the sound system and hire the right people to make it a good experience for everybody. So I think that was that's why that energy is there. The uh, the travel entrepreneur, the hospitality entrepreneur, Andre Xavier is watching, owner of Seville Hop On Tours. He says, "I'm genuinely excited for PRN. John Bryan and their entire team have done an amazing job. It is awesome to see their growth. Well done, boys." Multiple people are asking about if there's a shuttle between the two locations plant. Any thoughts on that? <laughs> we, 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 I think the first show is going to be between Steam Plant and. I'm okay. not sure we're doing the, the, the other route. Okay, okay. Here's a fantastic question that's from Louise who's watching in Williamsburg. Did the owner of this business ever anticipate this brand being what it is today? Whenever we come through Charlottesville, my husband and I are both alumni. We stop at PRN if possible because we love King Family Vineyards. They close. We go to Pro Renata. Did he ever anticipate it transforming into what it is now? Never in a million years. Never. And that's why, you know, I called my best friend a month after opening. And, you know, again, I, I'll use that line from Jaws. We're going to need a bigger boat. And we have, I think, 15, 16 acres where we are in Crozet. We have plenty of room to grow. But, again, it's about a septic line. And if we don't have a septic line, we can't get much bigger than we are. Um, and we've tried to work with I'm getting that officials. on the feed. Okay. You, I, you're a, a man of tremendous character and respect and integrity. Some folks are saying you may be dancing around this a little bit. Um, can you offer a little insight here? And he's going to do it in a way without, without 
I'll let you do it any way you want. So again, everything that we have at that brewery goes into four different septic fields. I have a quarter million dollars in septic fields and we'll be looking at additional septic fields coming up. We've asked, there is a septic line down and it stops at the high school entrance. We are 1,000 feet outside of the growth zone and have been told five, six, seven times, no. Get out. It, it, you know, it's, it's, hey, can we sit down and have a conversation on this? Can we help fund a septic line coming down? Um, I can't wait any longer, and that's where the decision came to move to a different facility. Now, nothing's going to change in Crozet. We are staying there. It's, it's my baby. It's what we created. We just want to expand the brand. But there comes a point, if you don't have a, enough electricity to do something, you can't, you can't add on. We, we don't have septic capacity to deal with this um, where we are. A natural follow-up question to that would be, have you guys done um, projections of the economic impact of what you guys are going to do for Stanton so once this, you're up and running? This is really interesting. Um, a group of Darden students came to us about, I don't know, a year ago, and they did a full breakdown of scalability, cost savings, what Stanton looks like, what you can do, and it was pretty impressive. Yeah? Can you put it in perspective at all? It's going to help. Okay, it's going to help. All right, that's my cue not to push any it's, further. It's, it's going to help. I, I totally get that. I think, I think it's going to have a massive impact here. Maybe that topic for you, Chip, how do you see that turning into uh, other possibilities? Yeah, and I think that we're absolutely going to see uh, just a significant impact across the board for downtown. I think it's, and it's not just us. I'm going to come back to the point of that we're going to do something there. It might be big for us, but it's also going to be all that waterfall that passes through uh, the rest of town because people will be staying in hotels, going to the other businesses that's where it's really going to make a big difference. So it's not just what happens on our site. It's when it falls out to the rest of town. Jamie Kirk watching the program in Gloucester, Virginia. We love when you watch the program, viewers and listeners. If you have any questions, put them in the feed. This is a great one. Ginny Hu retweets us on social media. The show is literally going viral right now as we highlight Pro Renata. Um, I'll throw this to you guys. Do you see a potential third or fourth iteration for PRN, or is that putting the cart before the horse? You are a big picture guy. I literally see, I'm sitting across from the table for a minute, and I see the wheels turning, and it's mine right now. Do we see three or four possible brand iterations, new locations? Ah, not even on the radar. Not on the radar. Not on the radar. Okay. Uh, this, is, this is, you know, from the beginning, I've said when Pro Renata stops becoming fun, I'll shut the whole thing down. And it's super fun right now. You know, I left my, I left my dental practice. I've retired from that. And it's super fun. I enjoy what I'm doing right now. It's not even on the radar to do another. We're not looking. We've never distributed beer. It's just not an environment I want to get into. We want to make our own beer, serve it at our own things, control that product from start to finish. That's where we want to be. Jamie Kirk says, I love my pro Renata. Um, ladies and gentlemen, we have five media outlets watching these guys on the program. Literally, as we speak, this is the power of social media used for the good. I see one supervisor, two counselors, a planning commissioner, and folks tied to the Stanton government literally watching the program as we speak right now. Chip, I want you to champion um, anything, and you've got to thank some people. You've already so. done. Mm -hmm. I haven't forgotten. Um, I want to give you an opportunity. We're an hour in. Time flies when you're having fun with friends here. Anywhere you want to go, I would love if you take an opportunity to champion, spotlight, highlight, 
trends, possibilities of state and anything else we haven't covered. I'd like to put a shout out to a couple of the businesses downtown that, you know, that we're, that are going to really hopefully benefit from this. Billy Opal, one of our newest tenants uh, that's in a renovated building that we just finished. Ciders from Mars, who has been intr- instrumental along with Red uh, Redbeard and other businesses down in the Wharf District that have changed that area. Remedy Burger, mm-hmm. um, who has been a major supplier of food for, for John and his crew that have been <laughs> over there. Remedy um, yeah, nice. lots of Remedy Burger. Um, so I'd like a good shout out to these guys for all that they're, you know, and supporting downtown and what they do. Um, and hopefully with what we're bringing in, they're all going to benefit from that further. So Todd Raff, owner of Blue Toad Hard Cider, one of John's <laughs> inner circle friends, has a comment. And John is just, I knew he would be responsible. He goes, Jerry, I hope John invited you in his big bad RV to hang down here at Blue Toad Presents Rockfish River Rodeo this weekend and pound some Pro Renata brews. Hey, I would love that invitation. And then he has LOL all over the feed right now. Todd Raff, you are good people. We love your support. Brian Cope, some closing thoughts for you, my friend. And then we'll go to Dr. John. I just feel fortunate to be in this position right now. I mean, I, I love this industry. I love this, the town of Stanton, and my wheels are always turning, too, when I see a project, and sometimes the follow-through is not always there, but I like being involved with people that are go-getters. And when John grasps the project, you know it's going to be good. Um, he gets excited about these things, and it's just fun to watch the energy taking off. We talked about this four, four years ago, this building, you know, and uh, it's cool to see this meeting with him and Chip and... And uh, it's, it's cool. It's going to be interesting to see how Stanton uh, embraces this, this new business. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is a, I'm going to throw this to Chip and then get John, a close here with John. This is a fantastic question that just came in. Um, Alexandra, I'm going to potentially mess up your last name. Is it Osherowitz? Uh, this question is directed to Chip Clark. How can the city of Stanton entice developers to create more affordable housing? Uh, what about restoring or maximizing the housing potential of downtown buildings like the Clock Tower? And is it the Masonic building? Masonic building. Masonic yep. building. The show is yours on that topic, and then John will close with you. So I think actually both those owners of those buildings have been doing some renovations and looking at um, what they can do to put more residential uh, components or residential spaces into their buildings. Both of them have existing residential. Um, as to affordable, that's always been one of the challenges. Building and renovating uh, a historic building isn't necessarily result in affordable housing. But I think Stanton's got other opportunities for doing that outside of the immediate downtown districts. Um, you know, hopefully we'll see more of that uh, over time, but right now it's we're still seeing that renovation take place in the buildings and usually result with a little bit higher than, uh, you know, the affordable rate that most people want to see. The, all the downtown apartments are just a little bit more expensive because of where they are. Um, but over time, more spaces, they'll find it. I love it. John, the show is yours. So... Pro Renata is nothing without the people that come there and the people that have worked with us over the years. Big shout out to Brian. Brian has been with me from day one. Uh, His vision, my vision, uh, a lot of what you see there came from Brian. Um, So hats off to Brian. Bands love him. He created the music there, and without Brian, none of this happens. I got to mention Melissa, who was with me in the dental office for 16 years, has now come over and she's running the brewery for me. She's my work wife. That's awesome. We've never had a disagreement, an argument, nothing. She knows her lane, I know mine, and we work great together. Judy works harder than anybody that I have at that brewery. 
I've got two great, great GMs that allow me not to have to be there all the time. I, there are four of us that own Pro Renata, my best friend, my younger brother owns a portion, and the Greers own a portion of it. If there is a financial question in the world, I go to Michael Greer. If there is a detailed spreadsheet, something that needs to be done, or, or, or an idea about pricing and stuff, Gina Greer, there's nobody better. Um, she dots her I's and crosses her T's. Uh, I gotta say a shout out because if I don't, he's gonna call me on the way home. Rockin' Rod Phillips. Oh, I love Rod Phillips. I Rod see him all the time at the board set. I'll tag him on this. Right, Rod, are you watching right now? Keep going, John. So Rod has been an unbelievable sponsor and supporter of the brewery. He helps with bands that come in. He puts them up at hotels. Remax, he is doing such a great job with that branding there. We're gonna be looking for some corporate sponsors over in Stanton, and we're always looking for more at Pro Renata. We're gonna put in a really cool kids playset, and if that's in your niche of business, we'd love to talk to you. Um, I've got maintenance guys that I could not do this without them. Um, I know Todd has already chimed in twice. If I, I told him I'd do it three times. Todd's great. He's, he's an idea guy for me. Dino and the bands that come to the brewery, that's what makes us different, is we have the best sound system, the best sound guys, and a cool environment. Come listen to music. I listed the top 10 bands. There are many more bands that come there that are great, but these 10, they love coming to play at Pro Renata. They say we treat them so well there. We love our bands. It's, I'm so pumped up when, when the Barons or Chamomile Whiskey or Brisk or some of these other bands are coming because I know we're going to have a great weekend. It's a fun place. I love it. Peyton Alley says, hot rod, ram rod, <laughs> damn right. <laughs> Peyton is the lead singer of the Barons. He is spectacular. I love what's happening here. Guys, this is what the show is all about, what the network is all about. It's championing people doing positive things in community. That's what these guys are doing. I love, love, love what they are doing. I cannot wait to support you. I cannot wait to sing your praises. I cannot wait to offer any exposure or influence and platform. You guys are creating jobs. You're driving economic growth. You're taking dilapidated buildings and huffing life into them and bringing them to life. What you guys are doing is special. Jerry, thank you for everything you've done. And a shout out, Jerry knew about this four or five months ago. And I told him I'd give him the exclusive and there was a little mix up and a, a council meeting and there was some press there and it came out. But Jerry kept his word and thank you for promoting us. Thanks for promoting other businesses in this area. We appreciate what you do and your word is your bond. That, thank you for saying that. It's very true. Thank you, John. Um, it was a pleasure to meet you. Nice meeting you as well. Thank you so much. And good. nice to get not just I love Charlottesville, but I love Stanton. Yeah. So it was good to get a good shout out for town. Absolutely. Brian Combs. Thank you. Thank you. Um, John, thank you. Thank you. Um, Judah, Judah Wickhauer. Dude, you crushed it, dude. Rotating those photos in. Judah Wickhauer, single, ready to mingle, ladies. I'm going to keep doing it right there. Judah, we're going to have <laughs> dates lined up for you for a long, long time. If you'd this like is... to come to Pro Renato on your first date, we'll, we'll spot you. Oh, <laughs> I think he's going to literally take you up on that. Look at that. He's Pick blushing band, We'll there. get you VIP tickets. Oh, Judah Wickhauer. I he's love getting that. Red. I see that. He's getting red right now. Um, so that's the program, guys. Today, Imanyana, our show that's that's. Uh, Spotlights the Hispanic community is tomorrow at 10, 15 a.m. And then we're back in the saddle with the I Love Sebo show at 12.30 tomorrow. The show is all about celebrating and championing not just the best of Charlottesville, but really the best of Central Virginia and the Commonwealth. Thank you kindly for joining us on a fantastic day to be above the mud. For the fellas, my name is Jerry Miller. We'll see you tomorrow at 10, 15 a.m. Take care. He's going to tell us when the mics are on, fellas. He knows. Isn't the dog impressive? That's He's so good. She knows Pretty good.